1: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
2: It's the Hive. You're our faves. It's great to be here. No, we haven't started recording, have we? Yeah, we have.
0: <laughs> Are you doing the music bit? What?
2: No, I'm not. Sorry, oh, okay. I had to change that because um, I had to record something else. So I changed that art theme for this Christmas jingle.
0: Sounds perfect. Gorge.
2: S- not needed now. <laughs> so,
0: Welcome in, Hive Hivers. Hello Happy Happy New to Year our team. faves. It's 2023, what have you got predictions-wise, Jen? What's in, what's out? I'll tell you what's out, climate deniers. And what's in, climate hysteria. (laughs) That seems to be, yeah, that tracks. We have had the warmest record in Europe. For January the 1st ever of all time, ever, ever, ever. Really? Incredible heat all over Europe, yeah. I'm not feeling it. Jesus, I haven't been feeling really it. My toes are very cold. Uh, not us particularly, oh. but the more southerly kind of European like caps okay. and overall. It's a worrying trend. Feck. But something exciting has happened. Yes. Because archivists, archivists have stumbled across something very interesting. It's walking stick. Oh, yeah. With a face carved into the knob. Here it is. Get a look at that. Oh, it's like hyper-realistic. It's a very realistic man's wow. face as the knob of a walking stick, right? I want a
2: little bit more. Show me a little bit longer.
0: Oh, that's it. It's only the top. No, oh. no,
2: I know. But I mean, just like turn it.
0: Oh, show it to you for longer time. Okay. It's very so good, isn't it? He's reminding me of, he's giving, um, pegs I would say.
2: I was going more for like uh, kind of a young Charlton Heston. Oh,
0: that's interesting. <laughs> Any guesses on who it might depict? Jesus. Lionel Richie. <laughs> that's very Lionel Richie. Hello. Well, it's a little bit earlier than that. Is because it, Jesus? it dates back, it is not Jesus, to 1888. Okay, 1888. And we believe. Can we have some guesses? Uh, we're talking murder. Okay. We're in London. Jack the Ripper. Yes. Ooh. So they. Oh, Jackie Boy. It, the walking stick was stumbled upon. <laughs> Every time you say walking stick, I just picture a stick walking. Ah, this amazing walking stick. In. Let me get my details up here. Uh, in London. And I'll give you a bit of the background. So Jack the Ripper, as we know, was a mysterious man who murdered at least five female sex workers in the Whitechapel area. And the victims were killed with a slit of the throat, and in some of the instances of the <sighs> yeah, death, some of them really rough. The internal organs were removed and body mutilation. Have you ever seen that picture of the of woman the crime scene? Yeah, it's a brutal fucking and hell. terrible thing. There's been fucking loads of suspects thrown up about this, and actually, it deserves a very deep in depth that I'm not going to give you right now. But uh, it's been 130 years. Case remains unsolved. And um, they did have a number of suspects at the time, right? A doctor. Uh, And they believe that this facial composite that is carved into the knob here Mm. is the prime suspect Suspect. or was carved. Because... Let's look up some some pickies. The walking cane or stick was given to the chief in-, in chief inspector Aberline who was the chief inspector for the London Met Police who led the investigation into the unsolved Whitechapel murders in 1888 isn't that fucking amazing it so the chief of police him. was gifted with this bloody walking stick with the face of the prime suspect in it mental Gifted and, But like gifted by who Like Oh it was part of his retirement
2: thing Oh like, so they were just like Oh let's make him an old Commemorative walking stick Of the
0: uh, Violent Yeah Oh my god So like So it, I, had, it It was lost For a number of years Following the closure Of this uh, Bramshill police uh, Police staff college It does look As the walking stick goes It looks very
2: much Like the shoemaker suspect mm. John Pizzer What do you know about him? So he's the bottom left there.
0: Do you see him? Bottom left. Oh, yes, I do. Yeah.
2: Above him is, of course, the Duke of Clarence, the famous royal connection. That's right.
0: And uh, how, how amazing for the chief of police to... It's almost mocking him, though. I had such a... Yeah, the, this is the one you didn't get. Yeah, exactly. I just had
2: the funniest misread of a word here. And so basically what I'm looking at is um, Jack the Ripper's suspects, and it's kind of like six pictures and... Um, it's like, there's the Sir William Gull, who was the surgeon, the doctor's yes. suspect. Well, that's why they, they suspected, because of all the in bodily incisions. incisions. And the yeah. And then there's like Walter Sickert, artist. And then I saw George Chapman, rapper. <laughs> it says barber. But I did think, Rapper!
0: <laughs> You never they know. Were, they even had bad white rappers in the 1800s. It is a fascinating article. And it's there's been great. Anthony Cash, content creator of the College of Policing, said finding this cane... Was an exciting moment for us. Jack the Ripper is one of the biggest and most infamous murder cases in our history. His crimes were significant in paving the way for modern policing forensics, and it caused police to begin to experiment with and develop new techniques as they attempted to try and solve these murders. So they so one of those techniques was crime scene preservation. And um, also they kicked off the idea of profiling and the use of photography in the kind of... Isn't that fucking fascinating? So he says uh, <clears throat> the cane is such a fascinating artefact. Art, it represents historically significant time in policing. It's amazing that we can put it on display. So it's display, It's on display there and you can go check it out. But definitely Google the image. It's like haunting. very interesting and haunting. Uh, yeah, one
2: day we should do a deep dive. I don't, You know, because I love like... The idea, I very much enjoy the idea that I was a member of the monarchy. Very interesting. Because they truly never stop uh, delighting us with their creepiness. Yeah. Like they are the family that gives and gives. The original. Um, And that the royal member of uh, the family was Prince Albert Edward Victor, also known as the Duke of Clarence. And he was Queen Victoria's grandson. And um, why was he a He suspect? was in line to the throne of England. And uh, it's said, I would say, by somebody in the royal family's uh, <laughs> press office that he was certainly not Jack the Ripper, but um, he was at one point considered a suspect. He's considered, yeah. Do you yeah. know what? Nosegays
0: were doing the rage
2: there. But there is a lot of. They, I think at the time, they kind of, you, you know, nascent sort of tabloid. Um, Industry Oh sorry Fuck off WhatsApp Um, Was You know Possibly having A A fucking field day And being like What if Mm. it was a
0: royal guys Okay which one will we You know what I mean Yeah absolutely Who are we going to finger for this Um, So that's a little A little bit of a Teasy McWeezer So tease up for your moiter. Okay So
2: This is timely uh, thank you for the creep who uh, d- Twittered it to us. Um, I-, I wish I could just... Yes, uh, which person was it? I think it was Emer. Ble- no. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. I hate when I don't get the person's name in to d- do a little name check. Why am I so shit at Twitter? Oh, my God. You should see what I'm going through over here in terms of tabs. Okay, it's from Rebecca Burke. Yahoo, okay, so it is the... Notorious serial killer who has... his, You know, like, his killer name? Yeah. The Serpent.
0: Oh, this Ooh. this one.
2: Yeah. And he has just been released from jail. Yes. And supported from Nepal. And his name is... His real name is Charles Sobrage And he's French. And he basically has... He's 78 years old now. And he's just spent... He's just after spending 19 years in jail in Nepal... Um, for murder, a murder that occurred in 1975, and basically he's been freed um, for um, good behavior, and also because they're like you're old. We've go su- die somewhere. Go else. die somewhere else. We've sustained your life for 19 years now. Do you think on his journey he watched his own
0: Netflix special? I am sure. Did he, he get had. a Netflix
2: special? No. What yes, he has got is it's is it Netflix? I think it was BBC. Um oh it is on Netflix as well, I apologize. I've never heard of this guy. Made by the Beeb and it came I out last get through. year. It was
0: so bleak. I loved it. It was too dark for me. It's very oh. dark,
2: but I uh I thought it was really well made. And also the um the actor Tahar Rahim who plays Charles Sobraj, like you know, if you if men are your flavour in any respect, he's
0: very attractive. You love this. That, that that you you know your fancy of who's that? Ramat, what's the the other guy who was on Blind Date?
2: Graham R. Graham <laughs> the R. Graham, what? no the serial killer guy who did the dating show in the states. Oh, oh yeah, yeah.
0: Marys. Richard Ramirez? Richard, no, no, that's the
2: Night Stalker. And Richard Ramirez has a look, but apparently he had really bad breath. And that is hugely <laughs> off-putting, along with all of the Who was design. the guy who did do the dating program, though? I did that story, and I can't remember yeah. his name. I'll find it. Um, okay, so anyway, I'll tell you all about Charles, right? So, um, he was born in Saigon. And his dad is Indian, and his mum, sorry, do you know? Rodney Alcala. I don't think I liked it. Show me him. Bear with, bear and with. I reserve my fancying of men to a very few. No, no, he's a good one. Let's Obviously see. Obviously an unbelievable
0: evil It's always, b- we can
2: spot them because they're usually men who like have a, have a look of Seb about them. <laughs>
0: okay. Which well, many serial killers doesn't.
2: sadly do. <laughs> sadly do. It is a certain flavor of Seb. Okay, so... Um Charles was uh so his father was Indian and his mum was Vietnamese and he was born at the end of the war in 1944 um in Saigon and his dad deserted the family fairly quick smart and I was about to say as dads do, but that's quite harsh on dads. Hashtag not all dads. Um but so Charles was adopted by his mum's new boyfriend, who was a French army lieutenant, which was um how he came to grow up, basically moving backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards,
0: back and forth, <laughs> walking backwards and forwards. He grew up
2: kind of basically between Southeast Asia and France, and an um, army brat, and Is was a them? French citizen as uh, he had dual citizenship. And he was, um, has been described as handsome, charming, and utterly without scruple. Right, which I think. Is an awkward phrasing. Without scruple. So unscrupulous. I, so that's bad. But do we say you with scruple? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We don't. It's like we don't say whelmed. You're right. Yeah. You know? Underwhelmed or overwhelmed, but never just whelmed. As it was pointed out in the iconic 10 things I hate about you. <laughs> there you go. Um, okay, so uh, he basically... Used his looks, Um, and he even, at the age of seventy-eight, still has a certain
0: something. Here he is uh, being photographed on a plane. Oh my god, that poor woman sitting fucking beside him.
1: Oh my god, imagine
0: that. So imagine, please, not a crying baby. Please, not a crying baby. (laughs) And it's a fucking serial killer. killer.
2: So to describe the picture, the woman who is sitting beside him is leaning away and looking over she's wearing a mask sorry i knocked the mic she's wearing a mask so you can only see her eyes which look fucking freaked out fucking unhappy about this placement Mm, on the flight what's charles got around his neck charles um has uh nothing that i can see around his neck what he's got on is a windbreaker he's got actual standard issue old man Uniform. He's got a kind of a plaid flat cap. Mm. He has a windbreaker underneath that a flannel shirt. Mask in pocket, not on face. I mean, really, after everything, Charles, you could at
0: least put on a mask. You know what? uh, I know this is bullshit, but he looks like a friendly old man. I would help that person. He looks like he fell over. He looks like the kind
2: of old man where if he showed an interest in me and he maybe had some property in a few nice locations. I would... say no. ...make the effort to be charming. Yeah. Um, Okay, so back to his early years. um, He was asked once, asked once, what makes a murderer? And he is quoted to have said, either they have too much feeling and cannot control themselves, or they have no feelings. It is Hmm. one of the two. What's he? I would say he's more on the no feelings side of things, um, as we shall see. So... Uh, yeah he's definitely more the no feelings type He basically seems to have seen his murders as kind of a way of maintaining his fabulous transcontinental lifestyle huh. Like some people do a bit of um, what's it called you know the farm work in Australia Oh fruit picking No it's something
0: like, like wellness helping Like wagging or thwacking or yeah. woofing Nice. So some Similar people to splunking. Yes, yes, some
2: people are backpacking and they do a bit of woofing. He did a bit of murdering. So how did he get started? He was jailed for the first time in nineteen sixty three. So uh, forty four. So he was nineteen. Whoa. And, uh, I mean, were you just saying "woe" at the maths? Because, yeah. Well, That was yes. fast mental arithmetic. So, he was convicted of burglary. And while he was in prison, he made friends with this very wealthy prison volunteer who was called Felix Descogne. Mm, thank you. No. <laughs> with whom he moved in with okay. after his release. Charming. And right? so. What was he arrested for at 19? Burglary. Burglary. So Sorry. fairly garden variety. Okay. Um, and so just as he, like, you know, in his teens up until then had kind of shifted between, like, Southeast Asia and France, he also, so he kind of had this kind of touch of chameleon about him. Because as soon as he moved in with Felix, he then immediately was like part of two worlds. He was kind of in France's high society, um, being the charming um, Charles Soprage, Charles uh, us French, Charles. us friend Frankisha, mm-hmm. um, and petty crime. So he was still doing the petty crimes while he was hobnobbing. And um, so, burglaries and scams and this and that, you know, that kind of type. That could be whimsical. This could have become a film directed by Steven Spielberg and we Mm. all would have really enjoyed it. But instead it went the David Fincher route. Um, So he's then met and struck up a romantic relationship with Chantal Copagnon. Thank you. Well done. You're doing doing great. A young Parisian woman who was from a very conservative family. And so Charles proposed to um, Chantal, sadly arrested later the same day, though, um, for attempting to evade police while driving a stolen vehicle. So that was a bi- very big day for Charles, a lot going on. A lot like, moving parts. Red flag for your one. The proposal and the evasion of police, stealing a car and getting arrested. All, I mean, they say we all have the same hours in the day. Charles is Beyonce really, really and Charles. Charles doing yeah. most of it. Did he know He's he was Charles going Mills. to be uh, uh, arrested, or was like was it all part of a plan? He, well, he believed himself to be spending the day proposing and evading arrest. Okay, so he did know that like they were they were for closing him. in on him. Yeah, so he got eight months in jail for that. But Chantal was very supportive and stuck by him. Okay, and eight months—that's doable. Doable. And they, um, they got married, uh, when he was released and then, um, left France. Um, Chantel was pregnant, so they got pregnant pretty quick. And, um, then they had to leave France pretty quick because Charles was uh, evading arrest again for more petty thievery. And so they were like, look, fuck France I keep being, like, uh, uh, trying under arrest. Yeah. We need to go. And so they started traveling through Eastern Europe um, with fake documents. So, because he couldn't risk being extradited back to France. And and also, I think he just had, like, a real kind of, you know, wheeler-dealer mentality as well. Like, it was always, you know, robbing tourists that they had just made friends with and faking passports and... Was he nice
0: to Chantel?
2: um, Like, not ultimately. Okay. But around this time, they arrived in Mumbai um, in 1970, and that's where Chantel gave birth to their baby daughter. And, like, uh, you know, they had gotten there under the steam of robbing tourists. So I don't think Chantel was under any illusions. Right, but it was too late now. Yeah, Mm yeah, pretty much. And so... That's when the era of Charles the Family Man began. Like any hard-working father, uh, he was running a car theft and smuggling operation um, while in Mumbai. Charming. Three years later, he was arrested and imprisoned after an unsuccessful armed robbery attempt on a jewellery store. Okay, it's us. With some bad news. The uh, okay, I don't know okay. How what to say what this. we've done what, here, what we're gonna do.
0: Yeah, is, is cut, annoy you. Yes, we're cutting here in order for to give you a flavor of what's available to you over on our Patreon Please consider signing up. Every week, a whole extra episode, full episode. They're not many. They're the set. They're fucking. Maxipad, They're a Maxipad, And you'll get this episode It's sitting there waiting for you Just try it out Along with a back catalogue Of I have no fucking
2: idea How many full episodes are over on the Patreon the Like there must be hundreds. over 200
0: Yes we've got video footage We've got loads of And there's loads of friends there Loads to of be pals in the So consider it It's a patron forward slash the creep dive Come on over if you like Thanks We'd love it Bye Bye